0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Creative Contact. Thank you so much for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Today's episode is going to be an interesting one. I'm gonna give you some pretty some pretty honest life updates, and I'm gonna recap a an eventful past weekend, and talk about some exciting things that are coming up, some kind of weird things that are coming up. In a typical Kia fashion, we're going to cover everything from life, love, happiness, and purpose, and everything in between. So the first thing I want to do is talk to y'all about the weekend recap because there were some experiences I had this last weekend that were pretty powerful and some uh, definitely game changers in a way. The first was I did this thing called a te, te mezcal. Exp- it's like a ceremony. it I think it's originally from Mexico, although I did one here in Colombia. And it's like a sweat lodge of sorts, except rather than being a sweat lodge, it's you're under like a bunch of blankets or like I think it was hides maybe back in the day. It's like a little mini teepee thing. And you there's some sort of someone who's gonna lead the ceremony. This was a rad older Colombian woman. Her name was abuela gloria and she was like a medicine woman of sorts and so she led us through the ceremony and i did it with a couple good friends of mine i have a buddy out here who leads these type of things or at least orchestrates them organizes them and it was definitely one of the more difficult things i've done lately that was actually the intention why i wanted to do it was because i like to push boundaries and i like to test myself I like to do hard things because I think it's an important muscle to build and then you can use those those difficult experiences to translate into other parts of your life. So you say, okay, I went through this, I know I I went through that, I know I can do this. Unfortunately, I think it's a muscle that that like all muscles you have to continue to build. You can't just do it once back in the day and it translates to now. It's something you have to kind of continuously, intentionally do. This is why I do these, these three to four day fasts once every six months or so because I, they're tough. You learn a lot about yourself and the experience and you realize home, so much of this game is mental. And so that's, that was why I did ayahuasca last year and while I want to do ayahuasca again, but we'll talk about that in a second. So anyways, it was tough. But we made it through. Long story short, there's you're sitting. You go. You can do a private one. This one was a group one. So there, are, I think maybe 15 of us, and we sit in a circle. You're in this little hut thing, and they bring in these hot rocks, seven rocks at a time, and they kind of go in stages that correspond with the elements of like wind, earth, fire, et cetera. And so there are like these four four doors. Is the comment? It's like four stages. Everyone, there's more hot rocks. Each one's hotter than the last, and. It's you're in complete darkness. When they close the flap, they bring it in those first racks. And so you're in complete and total darkness. You're sitting around with a bunch of other hot, sweaty people. And they're playing instruments, singing songs. The, the abuela, she was like talking to us about the different effects. And, it was, and people were like drumming and like shaking maracas and stuff. And it was definitely one of the hardest things I've done lately if not the hardest thing I've done lately. That first round, especially, when you're in there and it's really hot and it's completely dark and you're smushed up with everybody, it feels a little bit claustrophobic and I had to use all my mental gymnastics of like the tools of to be like present in the moment, to to all of my meditation practices I had to bust out all of my tricks for this one cuz it was powerful that first round is probably the hardest just to kind of get used to the experience and then they'll open the they'll open the kind of the flap the door flap thing they'll the guy another guys that like help an organize the event will leave and then I'll bring in another seven rocks she'll talk about this next phase like what the importance is of it and you go through that kind of four times the last by the last one I was I was the thing is like anything, that first one was probably the hardest to get used to it. By the last one, it was really tough. I was like ready to be done. But something I want, I've want i been thinking a lot about and I might even talk about last week was this idea of quitting. And the importance of quitting, a Reading, I read the book, uh, The Dip by Seth Godin, which I think is an incredible book to help you understand when to quit, why to quit, what you should quit, being strategic about quitting. And for me, I found that one of the biggest takeaways from that book that I found was this strategy to define the rules of when you're going to quit before you start. And that was a game changer for me because I set my rules for that going into this experience. Some things I think it's important and I'm like, there is a boundary to quit. This one I just thought about and I was like, this is not an experience I'm going to quit. This is one that I was like, that is actually just not an option for this one. And so Getting my mind in that mode before actually having the experience was really powerful because when you're, the easiest time to quit is when it's the hardest, is when you're in the dip, is when it's really hot, you're in the third round, you have to pee, you're sweat, it's like, you're like screaming on the inside, but because I'd set that boundary before of no, we're not quitting this experience, I was like, there if there is no other option, mentally, you just commit to it and then it makes it easier. So, but to me, thinking about, in the future, if I'm going to start things, what that what that place is that you're quit, know when you're going to quit before you start. So that way you don't quit in the dip when it is the most difficult. And that was really powerful. It was it was tough, but I, I would highly recommend it and I'll definitely do it again at some point. Not sure when that is, but that was part of the weekend. This was all for our, a buddy's birthday. I did that with him, one of my best friends out here. And then on Friday, it was his birthday. So we did the, the ceremony on Sunday. On Friday, we went out to a buddy's finca, and he we had a little mushroom ceremony, and it was a beautiful day. And the, I found that with me, with plant medicines, for some reason, I'm, I'm really, I love them because of the mental, the distance, the disassociative piece that you have from yourself with them, but they really mess with my stomach. And... The sham, so we have like this private kind of mushroom ceremony. It's really cool. He did all the tricks to like help it so that you don't have any stomach pain, and they still messed me up pretty bad. Like, I spend a lot of my time, unfortunately, same with you know, ayahuasca, this is part of it, but just trying to like breathe through the pain internally, like of my stomach. And so, I want to maybe experience or try some psychedelics that might have that might not have such intense physical like stomach effects side effects because I feel like I lose kind of some of the like gems in the downloads because those are so intense and so that's something I'm kind of been thinking about toying with because I do I do think they can be really powerful but at this point I'm putting plant medicine on hold for a bit I was gonna I was supposed to do an ayahuasca experience this upcoming Friday my next one but after that mushroom ceremony I just had some intense clarity that I was like this is not, there is a more graceful way, I think, to do the work that I want to do, the self-work, without having to go through such a miserable, like, physical experience in order to get the sort of emotional, um, mental gems that I'm looking for. So I told the dude, I said, hey, I already paid for it and everything like that, but I'm, I'm going to bow out of this one and maybe ser- search for an alternative. But it was, it was still cool. It was mushrooms are an interesting, an interesting plant, like t- I just, it's interesting. Uh, we could talk more about it, but I've had a lot I want to talk about on this pod, but I just realized I had some real clarity. I was like, I don't love this physical feeling. I like the mental one, but like the pain, for some reason, there's something about those plant medicines that I was like, I, I think there's a better way to do this to get where I want to go. And I don't, that's something that is like, yeah, it's a hard thing to do but i don't feel like i have to prove it to myself anymore to be like yes we have to do this hard thing it has to be st-. like th- you don't have to suffer just to do the work that you're supposed to do i think i think some suffering is probably inevitable because it's supposed to be uncomfortable but it doesn't have to be to that level you know there's levels to the game so that was my weekend a little bit an intense ayahuasca, uh, not ayahuasca an intense time mezcal ceremony some mushrooms um thinking about life, trying to figure out this next step, and that's what I want to talk to you guys about too. I've been if you've been following the pods at all, I've been really questioning kind of these next steps because after LA kind of fell apart, I feel like I've been thinking about what I really love to do, what I want to do where I see this next chapter of my life kind of going in I, uh, the business as well, my online business has been slowly declining because I've been putting a little bit less effort into it. And so that's like, I'm a little bit stressed about that, but I'm like, it's kind of a good thing, I think, because it's something that I know I don't love to do. And so again, you kind of, it's kind of forcing me to rethink what, what should I do for money? What's the next step of, of how to how to how to support myself in this life and in an online manner so i can still continue to create the things that i want to create and because it is this moment of discomfort it's really forcing me to think outside the box and i think about what can i do that's sustainable what would i want to make money from couple of things as always music of course but that's kind of on the back burner for now in terms of making money from it i'm not plugging it super hard the patreon membership thing although if you want to support the pod or want to support the music Patreon.com slash Key O'Rion. But that's something where I'm I'm gonna dive more into that once I once I have it a little bit more figured out because I think that's a rad I think that's the real way to support yourself as an artist. I'm just still trying to do the mental work and emotional work to figure out if that is the route that I want to go of like being a full time artist or not. Because I've been really drawn to creativity and creating videos around books and personal development and things of that nature. So we'll get to that in a second, though. In terms of the music, next week I'm releasing a project I've been working on for a while. It's called Sweat, and it's like all dance music. It's I was on it before Drake, I promise, but it was – it's something just, I've been inspired by. It. It's definitely a little cheesy. It's a little uncomfortable for, for me to release it because some of it's a little cringy, but – I just wanna. I'm always looking at kind of how can I push myself? How can I, you know, try new stuff, different boundaries? So this time I even these are not even my beats. These are I was working with another producer. I'm singing a lot. There's a lot less rapping, and it's not, it's not I think what you'd expect from me. But I think, I think some people might dig it. There's some jams on there that I'm I'm really proud of, and some that I'm thrown out there because I just want to see how people feel about them, and I'm not sure about them, but that's sometimes the beautiful thing about it is those are the ones that resonate the most, so Sweat, releasing next week, I'll talk about that more Uh, next week, I'm having a blast making music right now, and something I've been doing is thinking about how can I make more content around the music is I hired a photographer, videographer, she's rad, she's Venezuelan, young Venezuelan, chick and she like she came over for we got our first session last or this week and she came over and she like shoots content we're gonna do another one tomorrow where i'm just like making beats and do my kind of thing and we're talking and she's shooting the footage and so i'm excited about those right now i'm just throwing shit at the wall i'm in that process of like another transitionary stage of kia's life where like these things seem cool and exciting let me throw shit at the wall see what sticks and see where it goes and that's one of them i don't really have a real purpose for it It just seems inspiring, I get excited about doing it, and I wanna see maybe something that comes from it. Maybe that ties into the beat school thing, maybe it doesn't. I don't have that piece planned out just yet, but it's fun. Mondays and Fridays we're gonna shoot and see where that goes. So that's, music is I've got my own personal project dropping soon, been making a lot of music. Also making music with her, and we're shooting that content. Hopefully you guys are gonna see soon as well. And maybe that develops into something. And then I've been really inspired lately around my I, creating a YouTube channel around personal development. These are books that I've read, things that I've heard through podcasts. I used to do these through these podcasts actually, but I like the YouTube route of actually having like shorter, more compact videos because to me it seems sustainable of being able to do this in perpetuity. Because I love learning, and I'm always listening and learning to these things. But I think creating a space for me to share them really helps me process them better. And then I also think that could be really cool content. When I think about the whole ikigai thing, like this is something where I feel like the world – this is something that could be like helpful to the world and something that I also love to do and could be good at. So that's another one that I've just started to do. And why, if you've been watching these podcasts, you'll probably see the background start to switch out because I'm gonna shoot those videos before I shoot these podcast videos so we can just batch that content all in one day. And I just shot one today, shot one yesterday, or the day before, and they're, it's weird. At first, I think I might start scripting them. Again, I don't know where that's gonna go. It just seems exciting when I think about doing that, creating something around that content that I think when I think about this sort of ideal life that I want to live, I think could be cool of creating this sort of a, a platform for myself around productivity because that's in creativity, productivity and creativity are two things that I love. And I feel like I've really gotten nailed down that I can also help people with, which is why I've been toying with the idea of like a creative coach. I'm, I'm still figuring out how much I want to rely on my music as my full-time income compared to making music, having people enjoy that, maybe creating opportunities from that, and then creating some other sort of business that I make my money from, whether that's creative coaching, whether that's from something through YouTube. I haven't had that piece figured out just yet, but what did I shoot the video on? Great. Question. Thank you so much for asking. So the video I just shot it on was on the book Digital Minimalism. Since I've started this book, it's changed my life. I I took the first step when I deleted all the dating apps, which I've talked about before. That was like when I thought about the mental switch of like what it would feel like to not be on to not spend time on dating apps. I was like, "Whoa, that's amazing." And I was like, "Period. Let's do it." For some reason, other places I've had a lot of luck with them. Here, I just haven't. And so those ongoing conversations, I was like, cut that out. We're good. And then with this book, Digital Minimalism, it's not about demonizing technology, but about using it intentionally, using it for things that you want to use it for. And how can it help improve your life rather than being just a default setting that you check when you're feeling lonely or maybe not even realize you're checking, just it's part of your habits and you just get sucked into it. And so if you haven't heard from me, that's why. I set a rule that I only can use those socials on the weekends. And it's been really helpful because now in the evenings, I have a lot more time that I used to spend with these ongoing kind of back and forth conversations with friends and acquaintances and possible customers and things, which is great. But you feel like you're always having like 50 conversations going and for me, the mental clarity that's come from that has been really helpful. So I've spent those evenings reading instead. And also, I'm starting to take dance classes again. And I took dance last year, but I just had kind of a uh, – I didn't have a great experience with it. And so I'm trying it again. I'm really excited about it. And that's how I'm spending my evenings. And it's its a skill – that's what I'm kind of replacing jujitsu with is dance because I feel like BJJ, it's not sustainable. After this, I'm actually going to my physical therapy for my shoulder – I fucked my ribs up, so that's unfortunately something I gotta let go. But I I miss I miss the physical connection, I miss the community connection, I miss learning that skill. So I'm really excited about getting better at it. I'm terrible right now. White boy with no rhythm. I have rhythm with like certain types of genres, but like for some reason Latin dance isn't one of them. And but it's been rad. The whole point is with digital minimalism, it's creating leisure, intentional time for leisure that you enjoy and for me i think that that's i'm hoping that that can be danced especially once i get better at it so much appreciation for those of you that can dance because it is so tough but the mental clarity i've gotten i've been reading like a beast and dancing and it's been just nice having that time back to myself i'll you know go to the bathroom or i'll be waiting in line or these things when i'll normally check social and just be like i was in the waiting room yesterday or Tuesday for my physical therapy appointment. And normally that's when I get on social and I go through, scroll, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, let me just sit here and just like breathe and meditate. And I'm just gonna focus on my breathing and be here and be present until the doctor shows up. And it was probably like 10, 15 minutes, just in there, eyes closed, look like a weirdo on the waiting room couch, just breathing, meditating. And it was like, I got a little extra 15 like minutes of mental workout um that's kind of how i view meditation is it's like i view it as like going to the gym but for your mind for your soul and so it's like i just got like a little little high intensity hit mental workout just in the waiting room and those moments i just find more often throughout the day of these kind of in between moments when i'm able to just like focus in be here be present and for me it just does a lot for my happiness like my business is kind of falling apart i'm kind of falling apart My shoulder's fucked up, my ribs hurt, but I'm also just like much happier like in the day-to-day, just kind of like being here and working through it and keeping everything in perspective that overall things are pretty, like have a lot of options, a lot of places this could go, and as long as I can just like stay in the game, I think that's the key. And so that's what I'm planning on doing. I, uh, yeah, this is going to be a short episode because... I've got other things that I need to do, but that's a little Kia recap. Little bit of a trippy weekend, but powerful. And a couple of different projects I've been working on. Excited to release this little album on y'all. I still have no idea what I'm doing with music marketing. I just don't love music marketing. And that's like the main reason why I don't want to pursue music. It's just like, I don't know how to market it in a way that I feel good about. I love the idea of marketing things like a book, like going on podcasts. And talking about it, creating content around it, like those things to me all sound really exciting. All the music marketing things never feel exciting. But I would love to do those same things, talk about music, but um, still figuring out how to get it out there. And maybe that's my Achilles heel, but that ain't nothing new. If you need me, text me because I'm not going to be so much on socials anymore, but I appreciate you guys tuning in, as always, we're figuring this thing out, if you want some up-tempo kind of Miami, not even Miami, but I for some reason I think of that vibe kind of like dance music, hold that thought, it'll be rocking next week, which will be um, July 15th, Friday, July 15th, and if you want to support the pod, patreon.com slash kiyo ryan, or just shoot me a message, and be like, hey, I yeah, fuck with the pod, and that's that means a lot for all of you that, that reach out to me. And um, thank you for those that do support the pod. As always, coming to you live and direct. Told we me meet again. Do the realest. Peace.